You are listening to the Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser podcast, where we have blunt, honest, transparent conversations. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. I have been recruiting for several years, both in the agency world as well as corporate America, and I have my master's degree in human resources management. My real passion is helping people find both joy and happiness in their careers. This podcast was created to help people in their careers, as you really do deserve to love the work that you do and get excited to go to work. I have created a Facebook community for the listeners of this podcast to come together and support each other on their career journeys. So if you simply head over to Facebook and type in the search bar Career Talk Straight Up No Chaser, so the name of this podcast, and just hit join, you can join our community. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language and we are listening to episode number 10 where we talk about meetings and this is so important. So let's dive in. All right, guys, let's dive into this topic of meetings, because here's the deal. I think some of us have kick-ass meetings. They're effective, they're productive, they're to the point, they don't waste my time, and it makes me happy. And then there are other meetings where I leave and I'm like, why the hell couldn't that have been an email? Why did you waste an hour of my life or 30 minutes of my life or if you really hate me two hours of my life talking about things that could be an email so today I have seven tips I want to give you on how we can have more effective and more productive meaningful meetings so let's get into this number one is time and this comes for me Time is a respect thing. You start your meetings on time, you end your meetings on time. Because if you start your meeting late and you run late, and now I'm late to my next conversation, which is usually with a candidate, now I'm messing up their schedule and they're messing up their colleague's schedule, it's a domino effect and it's rude. Like, I. It drives me crazy. This one, I, I can't even like articulate well how bananas like starting late and ending late drives me. I have been in hour-long meetings that go an hour 45. I have to cancel phone interviews with candidates. I have to push someone else's career back because someone couldn't figure their shit out. It's not cool. So if you're hosting a meeting, it's so important. Guys, it's a respect thing. In my opinion, it's a respect thing. You start and you end on time. So let's talk about the ending on time thing because if you schedule, let's say, a 30-minute meeting and you have three things to talk about and you know you really need like nine minutes schedule a nine minute meeting like don't don't take a half hour to cover topics that can get covered in nine minutes or 11 minutes or 15 minutes I don't know but make sure you're using the time of your colleagues appropriately so only schedule meetings for the amount of time that you actually need. Number one, start and end at time. It's a respect. Be respectful of your colleagues. Don't be rude. Don't be that asshole nobody likes. Okay, number two is your new meeting needs to have a purpose. What is the purpose of my meeting? As the person who's calling a meeting, what do I need to get out of that meeting? And then when I get your invite to your meeting, do I understand the purpose of that meeting? And as someone who's going to go to this meeting, am I going to find value. The person who's holding the meeting needs to find value and the people attending need to either be contributing or also gaining value. 
So what's the purpose? Number three is having an agenda. And I don't need this to be some formal fancy shenanigans. It's all formal and it's documented in some craziness. I just need you to have an idea as to what you're going to talk about. So if I need to call a meeting and, okay, so as a recruiter, let's say I need to call a meeting and I need to have a meeting with one of my hiring managers. I need to discuss one person they've already interviewed. I need to discuss three new candidates and I need to discuss our sourcing strategy to find additional candidates. I have an agenda. I have a to-do list. I have bullet points. It could be on a posting note. It could be in the meeting invite. It could be, I don't know, written on a scratch piece of paper. Maybe it's in a an Evernote note. I don't know, but it's out there. It doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to be fancy, but it can. If you're the type of person you love and you like and you appreciate formal, that's cool. Just don't make everyone else adopt to your formality. Let people do them. Number four is having a facilitator. And this isn't something, again, it doesn't have to be formal, but having someone who can jot down some notes and watch out for time. Because like we're going back to number one, we're starting and ending our meetings on time because it's a respect thing. So having someone act as a facilitator in your meeting to take some notes and to make sure we're ending on time. And the notes really is uh, for the team. So oftentimes if I have to hold a meeting and I'm inviting other people to that meeting, I might take notes and I might upload those to Google Docs so they can have those notes as well. And like, again, it doesn't have to be formal. As you're walking out into your meeting, you know, ask one of your colleagues, like, hey, do you mind taking notes for me? Or do you mind taking notes for the team? And hey, when we're getting close to the end of our 15, 30, 60 minute meeting, could you just remind us of the time so we can keep things moving along? Or it can be formal. Some teams will actually have a rotating schedule. You know, every other week, someone has you know, the job of the facilitator. Number five is going to be follow-ups and action items. So when I leave my meeting or when I leave your meeting, what do I need to do? Is there anything on my to-do list from this meeting? So oftentimes if I'm having a meeting with a hiring manager, maybe a to-do is to follow up with a particular candidate and schedule an interview. And maybe their to-do is to give me feedback on the person I just sent them. So even if it's just quick, if it's just short, or if maybe we have a new project we need to kick off, it could be something a little bit bigger. You need to understand when you leave the meeting, whether you host it or you attend someone else's meeting, what if any action items and follow-up things do I need to do? By when, right? Because you have to have a deadline. So Mr. Hiring Manager or Miss Hiring Manager, I'm going to follow up with this candidate and get them scheduled within 24 hours. And you're going to commit to me that you're going to give me that feedback within 24 hours, right? So we have we have a deadline, so to speak. We have a set specific time in which we're going to get our to-do or action items completed. So number six is going to be only inviting people to your meeting that need to show up and also making sure we're inviting the people who need to be there. So let's think about it. If we have a meeting and we invite our immediate team and then some of their colleagues and then some of their colleagues and then just cascades into this chaotic hot damn mess, that's not necessary. We don't need to have everybody and their mom at our meetings. You need to make sure you're only keeping your invite list to the people who essentially need to be there. But on the flip side of that, if we host a meeting and let's say I'm inviting everyone on my team, but our manager can't be there or our leader can't be there or our decision maker can't be there, or maybe it's the owner of the company, 
or whoever is is calling the shots, so to speak, if they can't be there to make the decisions and keep things moving forward, what is the point of the meeting? Let's be real. Like, it's great for everyone to sit in a room and chit chat and have fun and brainstorm and whatever. But if you can't get shit done, reschedule the meeting if your decision makers can't be there. So we're only inviting the people who need to be there and we're ensuring the people who need to be there are going to be there. And number seven is I want to encourage people to consider having a standing meeting where like you're physically standing up or a stand-up meeting. Standing meeting, stand-up meeting, whatever you want to call it. This ties in actually really well to number one. So like if you have nine minutes of information to cover, that's great. We're not going to schedule a 15-minute meeting. We're not going to schedule a 30-minute meeting if we have nine minutes of information to cover. We're going to schedule a nine-minute meeting and we're going to stand up so nobody gets comfortable and wants to just sit and chill and relax because meetings need to be effective and they need to get shit done. So if we're all just chilling, drinking our coffee and eating our donuts or our... I don't know, health bars or whatever people have at their meetings these days. I don't know. It's like, no, 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 stop it. Stand up meeting if you only need it for nine minutes. Now, if you have like a three hour meeting, like that's kind of mean to make people stand up. But number seven is I really, really just want to like encourage people to consider having a stand up meeting. Meetings don't need to be long. They don't need to be drawn out. Really just take the time you for sure need. And if you can stand up, that's perfect because it keeps things moving along and you're going to get it done, you can move on with your day and get other shit done. So that's it. Those are my seven meeting tips for you. And that's all I got. I hope you found this information both helpful and valuable. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really appreciate it. You can find more information on this episode as well as show notes at findingthebestfit.com. Don't forget to join our Facebook group if you are interested in being part of a community that really helps and supports one another on their career journeys. I would be forever grateful if you could leave a review and rating to this podcast so it can help other people find our episodes. Thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I really do appreciate it and I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye!